Episode 32 of the Spook House, coming at you. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And today, what are we talking about today, Jason? We're talking about a little movie. You may have heard of it Uh called Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. It's not The Final Friday, and he doesn't really go to hell. So, strike two for us. Jason goes to H-E double hockey sticks. Gosh. So, hey, your name is Jason. It is Jason. (laughs) So, growing up. Did uh did you ever what like what kind of things have you heard growing up like Oh dude. Jason Voorhees, don't kill me. Although <laughs> oh, I remember really? and Trey brings up all the time, it was right after Freddy versus Jason came out. I was in it was I remember it was honors ELPS class, which okay. is economic, legal, and political systems. <laughs> and right. you remember Freddy from high school? I sure do. I remember he did something and he got written up for. It. He had to go to detention, and I kind of laughed. And uh-huh. as he walks out of the door, this was right after Freddy vs. Jason came out. Uh-huh. He walks out the door, and says, "Shut up, Jason! I'm killing you in the next movie." Oh, nice! All <laughs> right. Like, until everybody in the class is second to think about it, I was like, "Holy shit!" He just threatened you, and I was like, "Nice!" Bust that laugh. I was like, "No, from the movie. He's not trying oh, okay. to kill me." It's a pretty good Columbine insult. Thing. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Good for you, Freddy." Yeah, good for you, Freddy. <laughs> so, if you guys had gotten in a fight, it would have been. Freddy versus Jason. Or just, yeah. It yeah, would have pretty much. That's exactly what it would have been. You know, they could have called this Jason Goes to Hell Freaky Friday. You know, they it's essentially called, the same plot as Freaky <laughs> Friday. The old Kane Hodder Lindsay Lohan classic. They just needed J- Jody Foster to pop up. Wasn't Lohan in that? Oh, no. It was a remake of a Jody Foster movie. A Disney oh, from okay. the 70s, yeah. The one with uh, Laurie Schrode. Yes. Surprised she didn't pop up. Do as I say. God bless. This fucking movie. Jason goes to hell. What the fuck kind of script was this? Yeah. Well, hey, it's what the fuck month here it at is. the Spook House. And this one squarely fits in to <laughs> what It does, the man. Fuck. Upon rewatch, I was like, whoa, this is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And I did confirm. I watched the unrated version. I wasn't sure because I, I watched a version that was on Amazon Prime. I rented it. I spent two ninety nine for this. Whew. For this podcast. So don't say I don't sacrifice anything for the listeners. Yeah. Hey, I had to pay for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the next generation. That is true. I tried to split it with you. You are like, Jason, just take your two fucking dollars. That was four bucks I'll never get back. (laughs) Or two hours of my life. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope you enjoyed that episode, though. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Well, hey, Jason, before we unpack that turd, oh, yes. um, have you watched anything good lately? Oh, yeah. So, Lock and Key just came out on Netflix. So, this right. week, I've been kind of watching TV shows, which I never do. Mm-hmm. And I started watching it. Your boy, Stephen Williams, Creighton Duke, is actually in it. Oh, shit. He popped up as a, he was a, a principal. And I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Hey, he was one of the best parts in Jason Goes Hell. He's like the only good part. Can we call it JGTH? 
Somehow that's harder to say than Jason goes <laughs> yeah, to hell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But it's a Freaky Friday. Oh, yeah, Freaky Friday. That's, that <laughs> right. Disney presents Jason Goes to Hell the final <laughs> Friday. <laughs> yeah, anyways, Lock and Key. Yeah, so it's based on a comic book series that I'd really, really enjoy. It's one of my favorite comics out there. The TV show is okay. It's more kid-friendly. It's not as dark as the comics are. It's kind of meant to be more fantastic and more, I guess, a wider audience. Yeah. But it's not bad. But I was kind of like, oh, I just wanted it to be a little bit darker than this. Didn't Joe Hill write that? Yes, Stephen King's kid. Joe Hill wrote that. All right. Give it a watch. It's not bad. It's. I'm hoping maybe like in season two, I mean, all things, season one kind of isn't great, but they kind of find their footing by season sure. two. Sure. Like look at the first season of The Office. You know, the first season, it's got it's a little bumpy. Oh, yeah. Basketball, yeah. <laughs> basketball episode's really good, but the rest of the episodes are like, mm. but by season two and season three, it's like, okay, this is great television. I'm pretty sure Steve Carell got hair plugs. Dude, I'm pretty sure he did too. Yeah, like cause I mean, hey, season, not not hating or anything, but that first season, it's like, whoa, yeah, dude. you were thinning, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like by season two, it was like, oh, look, at, you got yeah. look at the mane on Steve Carell. He wore um, he had like hair gel in the first season. Yeah, it's he like, had, like slick, slick back. back. Yeah, yeah, it had that Gordon Gecko look. Greed, for <laughs> lack of a better term, is good. <laughs> so lock and key. Yeah. All right. Any, so, anything else? Finished off. Tremors 4. I don't think I can continue with the series after this one. All right. Don't blame me. It's a prequel in the Wild West, and they don't call them Graboids. They call them Dirt Dragons. Oh, okay. I was like, you know what, movie? I think I'm going to give this one a break after a while. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to know when to tap out. Yeah. And then they go to the Antarctic in the next one or something. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I was like, you know what? That's enough. Bring uh, yeah. Kevin Bacon back. Yeah. <laughs> Come back, Mr. Bacon. Yeah, please, please do. Cool name. Kevin Bacon with a side <laughs> of eggs. <laughs> There's another joke in there somewhere, yeah, but it's probably. not it's not coming to me right no, now. No, it's not. It's like, that was not even a good joke, but it was just something When I there. go to bed tonight, and be like, God damn it. Or I'll listen to it, and I was like, why didn't you fucking say this, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. So also, one other thing I started hey, watching. you could order a Jason burger with a side of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> a Jason Kevin Two Bacon burger. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kevin Bacon was in the first Friday the 13th. He was. All full circle. Six degrees of bacon right there. That's right. Six pounds of bacon. All right. Thick so, cut. anything else, Jason? Uh, last thing, I started watching The Outsider on HBO, which is based on a Stephen King book. I am going to start that um, ASAP as possible. So <laughs> <laughs> It's actually really good. Uh, yeah, now, that's what I, I haven't hear. read the book. Em read the book, and she said... Like all Stephen King things, the ending sucks. Oh, man, really? But they said they've changed the, the ending for the TV show. Okay. But I don't know if you've read many Stephen King books. He has a bad way of ending things. Uh, yeah, I noticed. It's it's not that great. But this series so far has been really, really good. Well, I like Jason Bateman, and I saw the preview for this, and I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, but it's, it's I just really good. it, you know? I'm not going to give you too much because I know you're going to watch it, but yeah, and Ben Mendelsohn's really good in it, too. All right. Hey, speaking of Kevin, I mean, I got bacon on my brain. <laughs> speaking of Jason Bateman, Jason Bacon? No. Jason Bacon. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Ozark Season is coming out. <laughs> Scout's excited. Scout's excited about I'm it. I'm excited. <laughs> Dude, Ozark is so good. I, I need to, I keep meaning to watch it, but it's you've, just... Wait, you've never seen I've any never of seen Ozark? I've never seen any Ozark. Bruh. Oh, <laughs> Jason Bateman actually directs the first two episodes of The Outsider. All right. Yeah. 
Dude, you got to watch Ozark. I keep hearing it's good. I watched the first season, no lie, at least three times, possibly four. Oh, it's wow. that fucking good. Don't they like keep kind of long breaks between seasons for the Ozark? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I, that's what I thought. About a year off, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Second season was good. I got to rewatch that one. It wasn't as good as the first, but it was still really solid. So. Okay. And it's about like money laundering for drug cartels in the Ozark or something like that? Yes. Like about, Jason about a very broad stroke, isn't that kind of what it's about? Yeah, Jason Bateman moves his family down to the Ozarks to, yes, launder money for a drug cartel. It's almost like Breaking Bad in a way. Okay. But better. Yes. Uh, oh, I said it. Spook House podcast over. Fight me, motherfucker. You're tearing the Spook House apart. You haven't even seen it. Dude, watch the first season okay. and then come at me. I, okay, I'll watch the first season, <laughs> but right. I don't think it's going to be better than Breaking Bad. Have you watched the entire series of Breaking Bad? I did. did you- I was late to the party. I watched it like three years ago. I oh, just okay. burned through the whole thing. God, oh, yeah. What's well, did, did the fly episode drive you crazy, too? Yes, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is going to... Let's start a podcast where we break down every minute of the Fly episode. That's probably been done. You know, it probably has. Yeah. I saw the podcast where they broke down the Goodfellas movie, minute by minute. Oh, shit. Each episode is one discussing one minute. Oh, of my God, that's nuts. <laughs> but I am would be down to watch that, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen to it. All right, so... So that's what I watched. All right. Very good. Yeah. How about you, Phil? Did you watch anything this week? Man, I watched a couple of things. Okay. Speaking of uh, TV shows, I watched The Sinner, season two. Oh, okay. That's the one. I, I didn't see season two, but I remember season one was really good. With Jessica Bill. Yes. See, no. I didn't see season one. Okay, because okay, yeah, it's kind of an anthology show. Cause... Yeah, I don't think you got to watch one season to follow the, the other, but season two was solid. I enjoyed it. I was surprised because I don't watch a lot of TV shows these days. I don't either. I mean, that's why it was weird when I started to watch these TV shows. Usually, I just like it free time. I was going to watch a movie because I just kind of like having you know yeah. ninety minutes to two hours and wrap up a story. Yeah, but season two is good. It's got Bill Pullman in it. You don't see him in a lot of stuff these days. No, so. you really don't. You really don't. Yeah, he's good. He's all very Bill Pullman-y. You know, <laughs> doing his Pullman face. Is he fighting aliens at any point? No, but. I get that reference. <laughs> Independence Day. Yeah. Good one. Welcome to Earth. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the center. Good stuff. Right, did you watch anything else? I watched one more thing, and God, I wish you had watched it. I watched The Lodge. Okay, without I, giving anything really away, because I'm going to see it. I attended an early screening at the Alamo Draft House. Okay. And, ooh, man, I... Mm, I want to. You're aching to talk about it, oh, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Will you please go watch it? I, I'm. Wanna, we're, I'm definitely going to try my hardest to go see it. Though it's not even on the the app. I was telling you about it. It's not yeah, even yeah, to yeah. Download tickets for it yet. So, did you go to man, the? Did you it, watch the Q and A part too, or did you just? I kinda... watched some of it. Like it was pretty late when the movie was over, so I was like, I'll watch this on YouTube at another time. Yeah, I, just, I don't care about. Like, I do that a lot at Alamo. The yeah. live stream Q and A. I'm just like, nah. I don't. I just want to see the movie. I don't really care about. And had I been absolutely in love with the movie, okay, I would have stuck around. Okay. So I'll say this. I left the movie theater thinking that I thought it was an 8 out of 10. And by the next day, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. You. 
Oh man, it <laughs> it had all the ingredients to be Hereditary meets The Shining. Okay. I mean, I remember it, the trailer. The trailer looks really good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the ingredients were there, but they, well, god damn it, just watch the movie. <laughs> it's killing you not to say anything. I about know, it, right? man. I I don't want to give away any sort of plot point. Okay. But I will say this: whatever you think it's gonna be, it's not that. Okay. Well, that's that's fun. So, and Scout agrees. With you. <laughs> yes, he does. Did he go to the live stream? Did he sit for the entire straight live stream Q and A? Scout didn't like it because there's a dog in the movie. Oh, well, I already know where you're going with this. Hey. <laughs> all right, so that's really all I watched. Okay. Yeah. Right. I've been busy, man. Yeah. Been uh been thrifting a lot lately. How's that going? Catching good swag here recently? Yeah, man. Turning a profit on eBay. Oh, snap. Hey, if you ain't flipping, you tripping. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Is that your handle on eBay? <laughs> yeah. You ain't flipping, you tripping yeah. store. Seriously, man. Start start a start a side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, there's I mean there's we're in Raleigh. There's thrift stores everywhere. That's right. So, Jason, I don't know what news topics you picked out for me. Okay. But why don't you go ahead and lay them on me? I've got four here for you. All right. All right. So Serve them up hot. All right. Jason Burgers. With a side of bacon, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> All right, so there's a pretty big rumor going around now that Netflix is going to start shooting their Resident Evil TV show in June. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I didn't read the article, but I'm a Resident Evil fan of yeah. the video game yeah. now, and first movie. Resident Evil 4 is probably one of the greatest games ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Netflix or Constantine Films has not confirmed this, but uh, Bloody Disgusting and a couple other outlets are saying that everything looks like they're going to start filming in June in New Mexico, I believe it was. All right. So I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't know Resident Evil was coming out on a TV show. I don't Do I yeah. want a Resident Evil TV show? If they do it right. Exactly. New Mexico doesn't sound... We're off to a weird start. Well, it's fair to say in Maryland is where it's supposed to take place. Uh-huh. Because they did a little uh, synopsis. was also something that link again, was unconfirmed, so I didn't want to say what it was, because if it's not true, then I look like an asshole. Well, are there any, like, plot details or well, anything There was like another that? rumor of what the plot details is about. Is it an, a town outside of Maryland uh, uh-huh. with the Umbrella Corp and then T-Virus getting out? It was all kind of like, oh, okay, so Resident Evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, God, just just basically take Resident Evil 2, the game, and turn that into a TV series. Yeah, and they're also saying it's going to revolve around the Weskers, not the Redfields. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's when the series started like taking a weird turn. Like, yeah. Albert Wesker and his slick back douchey hair. Yeah, and his sister. style. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's what... like, just put Leon Kennedy in the fucking police station, <laughs> throw in some zombies, have Claire Redfield and... Chris Chris Redfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Have zombie dogs and all that shit. Just yeah. all the classic Resident Evil stuff. Yeah. Now, again, this was all just straight rumors. Yeah. Maybe the first season would just be inside that mansion. Who knows? That wouldn't be a bad move. I wouldn't be against that either. Yeah. And then, you know, the second one can be outside of Raccoon City. Definitely leave... Mila Jovovich out of it, <laughs> or however you say her last name. I think Jovovich, or maybe Jovovich, but I yeah. think Jovovich. I mean, she did good, you know, but it's time to do something different if yeah. you're going to do that. Exactly. So, And don't kill your stunt drivers. Also a good Ew. thing. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Google it. Yo, crazy story. We talked story. about it on the show not too long ago. 
Uh, it was it a was while back. Up, it, was, yeah. it was a long time ago. It was two weeks ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the Troll 2 episode. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, the rumor meal, nothing's been confirmed, mm-hmm. but it seems substantial, if that makes any sense. Or turn Resident Evil 4 into a movie or a TV show. That'd, that'd be, be cool. pretty cool, yeah. The cult? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. So, Betty Alvarez has hired Randy and Andy Tuhill, who have directed The Dig, which I've never seen or really heard of to direct the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. All right. It's also being written by Chris Thomas Devlin, which I couldn't really see much from what he had done previously. So wheels are in motion for this to to get made. All right. Any word? Like, was it a... Uh... It, said, it said reboot was what it said. A reboot. But then I saw something about it being a sequel to the very first movie. So hmm. it sounds kind of like the Halloween 2018 scenario. Which might not be the worst move. No, but I've got, what's, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm at about a, a 2 for my hopes for this franchise. Yeah, it's got some, some work to do. Yeah, now we're gonna, we just watched the last one, but from what I've heard, the last couple ones that have been straight to Netflix have been pretty... Yeah. One of them was actually written by Adam Marcus. Really? Leatherface 3D. Holy shit. Adam Marcus, the writer and uh, story by and director he didn't write the screenplay but of had jason to... goes to hell yes well we'll Betty see what Alvarez happens said violent exciting and depraved and will stay with you forever all right i mean he can't really make those claims just yet but okay. yeah that's yeah exactly that's what he so all right fatty wop we look forward to that yes kind of all right and two kind of <laughs> not really at all <laughs> yeah. i'll wait it's yeah. uh you know, back in the days when, oh, I'll wait for videotape. I'll just wait until everybody else sees and tells me I should see it. Wait nine months for it to come out on VHS? Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know if it's coming to theaters or if it's coming to Netflix or something. These I don't days, even know. like, the movie's still in theaters by the time it comes out on DVD or whatever. 4K Ultra. <laughs> Released February 7th on 4K Ultra on yeah. the 13th. All right, what else, Jason? So Jennifer Tilly has confirmed she's in the new Chucky series. All right. So I guess it's pretty much a continuation. Jennifer Tilly's yeah. coming back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, uh, score for Mancini's team. Yeah, I mean. You know, if it was Mancini and his crew versus the shitty remake. Or, I don't know. I still haven't watched it. I've heard it. some people say it's fine. It's I just s- not child's play. still give zero shits. If I, it. It's going to be a movie where I'm like a Thursday or not, or like a Saturday afternoon when I'm bored and have nothing to do and it pops into my lap. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got 90 minutes to spare. If I have the flu, I might. Ooh, I bet that's a good <laughs> flu movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Coming well, in and out of consciousness and the bucket next to you. Child's oh, play. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Jennifer Tilly. Does yeah. she, is she like steadily acting and. I, I you know I don't I don't go to the IMDb for Jennifer Tilly often <laughs> yeah but I know she's also a big poker player that's right she's got a World Series of Poker bracelet I got a royal flush <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey that could be cool yeah the only thing is on sci-fi so nobody's gonna watch it oh that's right <laughs> I'm more excited for that than the remake thing that came out yeah that's true I mean it'll be a oh I forgot that's on sci-fi kind of thing yeah. It's, but hopefully, hopefully it's good. Yeah, you know the last two movies haven't been bad. Not the remake, the last two in the the Chucky series. Yeah, exactly. So ho- hopefully everything works out for it. Cool. Uh, last thing, the trailer for Spiral from the Book of Saul was released this week. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch it? Nope. I saw the poster and I thought, hmm, 
Nothing about that screams Saw to me. The poster looks like it's uh, advertising a sci-fi movie by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I mean, the poster looks great. Yeah, but again, nothing of it looks like it's a Saw movie at From all. the Book of Saul. That definitely doesn't... It's between uh, the Book of Job and Joshua. It's like, what the fuck is the Book of Saul? I don't have no clue. But the trailer looks... You get Samuel Jackson dropping a motherfucker. Okay. So, that's at least tradition. one point. That is, you know, one point. It seems interesting, at uh-huh. least. I don't still know if I'm not going to go see it in theaters, because I just saw movies. And you're the same way. Just, the franchise just never really does, has done anything for me. Same. But, I yeah. mean, people enjoy it, so... Well, hey, I hope it's good. I, do, I, I never want a horror movie to be bad. I never want any movie to be bad. The idea of Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson in a horror movie not Saw sounds better to me than, <laughs> hey, Saw 9, yeah. the book of Saw. It's so weird that Chris Rock is the only one of the Adam Sandler crew who actually has a career that does not depend on Adam Sandler. That's a fair statement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's Kinda. a, a yeah. competent writer. Did you ever see Top 5? It's a really good movie. No, I haven't. It's actually really good. Give yeah. it a watch. I like Chris Rock. I'm excited for the new season of Fargo. Is he in the new season? Yep. Season four. The trailer came out like a few weeks ago. Jason Schwartzman's in it. Um, oh. Looks good. I love Fargo. Yeah. I only seen the first season, but that first season is great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you darn tootin'. You darn tootin'. Oh, gonna watch the new season of Fargo, huh? <laughs> okay. What else, Jason? Uh, well, those are my four <laughs> news hits for this week. Did you happen to see anything else that you wanted to talk about or quick hits? I know mm. this week they're doing oral arguments on the 13th for Friday the 13th. That's right. Uh, both sides are going to go to court and say what their arguments are for why Victor Miller should have the rights or why Sean S. Cunningham should have the rights. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't tell you anything about who or what. Yeah. Well, let's hope it gets resolved. LeBron James, where are you? I know, LBJ. I, I know your team's number one in the West, but we really need you to come through on this Friday the 13th thing right now. Yeah, and that's a true story. LeBron James has expressed interest in funding the next Friday the 13th movie. He's a big fan. Yeah, this is why he, weren't, this is why he moved to L.A. to be in the entertainment business. Really? It's one of the big things why he left Cleveland okay. to go to L.A. Well, hey, speaking of Ohio, isn't Jason Goes to Hell set there? I'm pretty sure it's in New Jersey still, right? Jersey or, well, when they're at the morgue, it says Ohio. Like, so they took Jason's corpse to Ohio, at least. I don't know. Hey, do you want to jump into this shit pool here? I I feel like now's probably a good time to get on that Jason Uh, Goes to Hell bandwagon thing. Well, so this was New Line Cinema's first Friday the 13th movie. And they had only the rights to Jason, not Friday the 13th. That's oh. why this movie is called Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday, as opposed to Friday the 13th, Part 9. That's right. It was supposed to be called Part 9, Jason's Dark Heart, right? <laughs> was there's there's a, what it was? There's the a dark couple ha- of them. I think it was the Dark Heart of Jason Voorhees <laughs> from the Book of Saul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they shot this, I believe it was July to September of 92, and it was released in August of 93. Now, do you know why the holdup? Well, yeah, there was a lot of production issues with this movie. Yeah, there were a lot. So Adam Marcus was 
even he would tell you like he was just not he was in way over his head directing this movie. Not the interview I heard. He sounded like very uh confidently said that, you know, he had been working in movies since he was eleven years old and <laughs> he was making deals with Hollywood producers at age sixteen and how he you know <laughs> he rejects that criticism of like, oh, young director, he well, yeah. he fucked up some of the the foot daily players. They had to reshoot a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the stuff that made it was fucked up as well. Like Final Cut, over 130 minutes. Can yeah. you imagine seeing the went over 130 <sighs> minute version of Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday? I can't. I did see a lot of the alternate footage on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of it up there. Some of it is just really bad. Like I couldn't did you find the Creighton Duke thing where he explained his backstory? Cuz I couldn't find that one anywhere. No. Cause they said, I think I heard somewhere it was filmed, which explains the "Do you remember me?" line. Oh yeah, son of a bitch, you remember me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something about Jason killed Creighton Duke's girlfriend while they were out canoeing. <laughs> yeah, in the sixties, with his little cowboy hat on, <laughs> and that's why Creighton is obsessed with Jason. So, long story short, there was a lot of production issues, a lot of lost footage. Um, a lot of unusable footage because Adam Marcus <laughs> fucked it up. Sean S. Cunningham actually had to, to direct for a couple of days because of some issues that Adam Marcus was having with the uh, the lead actress. Yeah, one of five kind of lead actresses. That's, That's another, another problem with this movie. Problem. I guess we'll talk to about kind of. Yeah, like halfway through thing. the movie, I'm like, who the fuck is this person? It, what is the relation here? Who's, like, who's is, this guy? Who's Vicky? Who is... <laughs> yeah. I've got no clue who anybody... Yeah. It feels like they just plop us into like a small town where we're supposed to know everybody. Yeah. And we don't. And here's a quick side question before I forget. How old is Steven? At least 19. And he's still wearing his high... It sounds like he's still wearing his yeah. high school letterman okay, jacket. Okay, but that haircut and glasses make him look fucking 48. <laughs> but he's wearing his high school jacket. He has a baby, but he's getting hit on by this high school girl... When he drops him off to go skinny dipping. We don't know she's in high school. She could be a grad student, you know? I guess, but it's like, I don't know. Let's just jump into it. All right, let's do it. So, Lifetime presents Jason Goes to Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is it just me? Doesn't this movie look weird? Like, the look of the movie. Some of it looks very nice and slick. And other times it looks like a uh, dramatization from a America's Most Wanted thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it looked like to me half the time. Put it. Yeah. Or like uh I don't know, like a episode of Buffy or yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Something it like, looks like, like a TV. A film, like, yeah, exactly. Or like something you would see on Showtime in the nineties. Yeah. It just looks weird. Yeah. So we open up with stock footage of a lake. Enjoy it now because that's that's all the that's the only lake stuff you get, right? Well, you see the hitchhikers who are wet in the woods. At some oh, point. So you yeah. assume there's a lake nearby, but you never see it. That's true. Would it have killed him to just, hey, here's a lake? There's some establishing shots I have big issues with <laughs> later. Yeah. So, but yes, continue. So the lady pulls up to the cabin, the, I guess, FBI agent. We don't know that yet. Now, quick question. Was this part of the sting operation? Like her going into the house and... It's got to be, right? Because... Well, why would she go in there and like take a shower, get naked? Well, first she goes to Ash's cabin to get some lights. That's right. She a light bulb blows out, so she goes outside to the cabin or garage thing and gets some more light bulbs and goes back in. 
And she changes the bulb. It takes her 10 minutes to change this fucking bulb. So this is a weird continuity error. Did you notice how her hat flipped up after she changed the bulb? Yeah, it went from a like a regular <laughs> cap to a flat bill cap. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, Nobody still, noticed that? I don't, they were still, I guess it was a mess hat, but it was like, but just, you're making me mad movie already. Yeah, she's kind of dressed like, you know in To Catch a Predator, when the undercover agent dresses like a 13-year-old girl? She's like, come on in, I made some brownies. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. The guy's like, I brought some Smirnoff. <laughs> oh, I love, is it lemon twist flavor? <laughs> but she's always like wearing a, a kid's hat like that. Pigtails. Yeah. Anyways, she goes upstairs to take a shower. Side note, why was underwear so high in the 90s? I've got no clue, but this is like the most gratuitous shower scene I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Seriously, like underwear bands like go all the way up to the armpits in the early <laughs> 90s. <laughs> it was like a giant whale tail. Yeah, like one of those Borat singlets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, before she can get in the shower, the lights go out. And she goes to investigate in well, her towel. Well, you see, she tucks a gun in between her... Uh, really? Yeah, you know, she grabs something out of her purse, and it's a gun she tucks between her her towel. I remember that, because I remember watching the commentary from this movie years ago. Okay. So I can say, Adam Marcus, explain yourself. And he said, all right, you don't know that. You can't really see, but that is a gun she puts in between her towel. Oh, okay. I missed that part. Yeah. Well, she steps out onto the... Uh, little hallway area, and turns around, and it's Jason. Tries to whack her with a machete. Yes. But she falls over the railing. And also, yeah. this score is fucking awful. You're not wrong, it Jason. It sounds like Manfred D just took his elbows and dragged them across the <laughs> keyboard while he's like storting Ritalin Wait, on the who, mixer. Wait, who? Manfredini? Yeah. What else has he scored? All the Friday the 13th movies, for the most part. Really? Yeah. They brought, well, he didn't do Manhattan, but he had done pretty much all of them, except for like Manhattan and maybe part five. Hey, the interview I watched with Adam Marcus, he said that this movie had a great score. Yeah, well, he's fucking wrong. Because <laughs> no, the first 15 minutes of the movie I watched on my tablet, uh-huh. I muted it twice because the score was making me so freaking yeah. mad. Well, Jason looks over the, the railing there. And we see Kane Hodder as Jason, and those shoulders are a-working. What did you think of this this Jason look? I gotta say, I I like the look of Jason. I like the mask. I like how it's sort of infused into his skin. I think that's cool. How about you? Not a fan. His head looks like chewed up bubble gum. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, that's that was... Kind of my take. Now I get that it's kind of like this. Is almost like you know when a tree stuck in like metal forever and it just like, takes over that sign. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get that, and that does look kind of cool. But all I can see was like it just looked like. You remember that episode? Did you ever watch Ghost Rider? God, a long time ago. Do you remember the? I won't remember whatever. You're okay. About well, to there's say. A, a purple monster that he's like melting. Oh yeah, he I looks kind of that, like that. That fucking monster. Yeah. That show used to scare me for some reason when I was a kid. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Word. Hey, one thing about Jason I do like. Okay. I like how he tucks his shirt tail in. Like mm. he's going to fucking church. <laughs> do you think he like leans forward on his tiptoes to tuck in the back? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go kill some people today. Got to look good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a little chase scene through the woods. She's bleeding somehow. Where did that come really? from? Really? Yeah. she yeah. got like blood on something. Well, I guess she fell. Yeah. But yeah, that's at least my problems. She runs to the middle of a field, and FBI agents pop up. She does a somersault. Oh, yeah. 
So was this, again, was this a part of her, the FBI's plan? Like, hey, you're going to go up to the house. Uh-huh. You're going to get naked. In the shower. And we're going to turn the lights off to lure Jason in? Or was this just, I don't fucking know. I don't know either. Well, but like General Akbar said, it's a trap. <laughs> well, Sheriff Meeker and the boys show up. <laughs> just kidding, it's the FBI. And they just blow him to hell. Well, they shoot the shit out of him for like five minutes. It reminded me of that scene in Tropic Thunder where Ben Siller's just getting shot repeatedly for like five <laughs> minutes. And did you notice you can hear Jason? He's like, Yeah, grunting. Actually, that was, this is the first time I muted it because the score was driving me crazy and him grunting was like, don't want this. Yeah. And so like when this was playing, I started playing Hey Man, Nice Shot in my head. So I thought that would be a more appropriate score than this fucking garbage of music that they're trying to play. And right before he gets blown up, he's like, <laughs> He sounds like Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Creighton Duke is watching on. So they blow Jason up. You know, just blow him apart. And Creighton Duke is watching on in the woods. I guess Creighton Duke knew about this thing as well. I don't know how he knows all this stuff yeah, about, he's like, but he says, I don't believe it. No, he says, I don't think so. <laughs> Very confidently, <laughs> as if he knows for sure that this isn't going to kill him. <laughs> well, Creighton Duke's going to come into play later. Oh, yeah, he is. So, we get our title card. This was the second time I, pa- I muted it because this oh, music. Oh, yeah. Jason goes to hell, and you see Federal Morgue, Ohio. Hey, who's playing the, uh, well, not security guard, I guess it's... Uh, FBI agents. That's been ordered to protect the morgue for some reason. It's Kane Hodder and his sweet Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> mullet. <laughs> Why, it sure is, Jason. Yeah. You know, we get little footage here intercut with the credits. So they're wheeling Jason in. They're about to do the autopsy. You zoom in on his achy, breaky heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, they did film this in 92. <laughs> that song was popping back then. Yeah, it was. I remember that one. So... They dump out Jason's smoking ass on the table, and they're about to do the autopsy. The horrible music is still playing. The coroner notes that it's twice the size of a normal heart and filled with black fluid, and it starts beating. Now, did you know this is the same heart they use in From Dusk Till Dawn? I saw that, yeah, when they stabbed it with the pen, with the uh-huh. pencil. I guess it was it Tom Savini who stabbed it with the pencil? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool, nice I guess. Nice little, little interesting thing. Yeah, so the coroner eats the heart that was apparently filled with gelatin and black food coloring or something. <laughs> he just starts gagging up like he's Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> after he like drink that wine out of the can. <laughs> Do you like how the little ghost thingies enter his chest? It's like... <laughs> no, like, I did not the... like that at all, actually. Oh, man. So the other coroner enters. Screenwriter of this movie. One of the screenwriters. He, he, you know what his next movie was? What? Major Pain. No kidding. What part did he play? No, he wrote Major Pain. Oh, shit. Which makes that scene okay. where he's breaking fingers even more funny to me now. Because oh my God. Major Pain, he, yeah. he, it's like, you hurt? Let me fix it for you. And he breaks that guy's finger. Holy shit. He's got a thing for broken fingers, apparently. That's true. Hey, do you know who directed Major Pain? Was it a weigh-ins? Nick Castle. Oh, that's right. Nick who Castle played Michael Myers in the original Halloween. I forgot he did that. Yeah. And who played him for literally one second in Halloween 2018. Still harping on that. And they gave him all the credit instead of James G. Courtney. <laughs> hey, did you hear Nick Castle's back for one second? 
But I digress. So, he trash talks Jason. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know what I want to do? I want to take a dump right on your mask. <laughs> now, I like to think this is Adam Marcus's subtle way of saying that I'm about to ruin this fucking franchise. <laughs> he, you know, if you want to hide something, put it out there in plain sight, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he says that Sean S. Cunningham told him to get that mask off of Jason. Because this is the first movie that Sean S. Cunningham produced since the first one. He didn't produce any of the following Jason movies. So this was a big thing. Like, there's footage of Adam Marcus, well, of Sean Cunningham calling Adam Marcus a liar. A fucking liar, I believe. Now, I think he said that's a fucking lie. Okay. I don't think he said that he's a fucking liar. Yeah. That's what Adam Marcus kept repeating, though, in this interview I saw. He was like, (laughs) he called me a fucking liar. So, Sean Cunningham, the producer, apparently told Adam Marcus he wanted to get rid of the hockey mask. Adam Marcus says he didn't want to get rid of the hockey mask. Yeah. Because now he changes his tune. He's like, what am I going to do? 23-year-old director telling Sean Cunningham. But then he turns around and says, me being young had no reason for this movie to... I don't know. Yeah. It's a he said, she said thing. And apparently there's bad blood about it. And Sounds just, like it. Yeah. yeah. The coroner, well, who is now Jason. Jason's in this movie a lot. It's just not who. Okay, so just for future reference, when we're referring to Jason, Jason, a lot of times we're actually referring to the body swaps that he's in. Yeah. It might get confusing here and there listening yeah. to it. But yeah, so he swaps bodies a lot in this movie. Yeah, and he kills the coroner with uh, a probe. He murders him, and he's going to leave, and Kane Hodder's like, <laughs> he, he won't nothing but a big old pussy anyway. Sidebar, what if the autopsy of Jane Doe is a sequel to this movie? Oh, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. A much better version of this movie. Yeah. Because, you know, Jason's a dead body, and he causes everybody to kill everybody, just like the autopsy of Jane Doe. God, that movie is so much better than this. (laughs) Not even in the same league. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hey, we cut to Robert Campbell giving a news report. Wink, wink. Oh, God. Campbell. Oh, I get it now. Yes, he named it that after Bruce Campbell. Oh. There are so many that stupid will, Easter eggs that are not needed in this yes, movie. Yes, we'll, we'll get to them. Holy shit. Oh, nice. When I didn't realize, now I want to punch myself in the face. Yeah. So it cuts to an interview with Creighton Duke. Now, the actor who played Creighton Duke here, what was his name? Stephen Williams. Okay, so Stephen Williams, he said that he didn't want to play this role unless he could dress up as a cowboy. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> They're like, all right, Stephen, uh, you got the part. He's like, not so fast. I want to dress up like a cowboy. Like a cowboy? Yeah. Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger was hot at the time. <laughs> yeah. so. Hey, Jason, you ready for a theory that's going to blow your fucking mind? Uh, lay it on me. <laughs> All right. Creighton Duke is the man in black from Halloween 5. Holy shit. I love it. Hey, love it. Sign me up. Need, I need it in my life. Feed it to me with a side of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hey, could be, right? Could hey, be. You know what? I'm saying it's canon now. Fucking everything that ever happened is canon in this movie anyway. Yeah. Well, hey, what's Creighton Duke say, Jason? Or No, they ask they ask Creighton Duke, what do you think of when you think of Jason Voorhees? He says, as he sips his lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, why is he drinking lemonade? Because it's refreshing to Creighton Duke. Yes. Because, well, that makes me think of a 
little girl in a pretty dress putting a hot dog through a donut. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That was a written line. That wasn't improv. That was a written line. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's like, he's talking about, you know, Jason's going to get himself another body. And I'm the only one that knows the way. And I'll kill him. And for that, you get the mask, the machete, and the whole damn thing. Did you get it? Did you get that reference? I didn't. What's that from, Jason? That's from Piranha? Well, you, yeah, yeah oh, Piranha. Okay. Piranha 2 is a flying spawn or whatever. <laughs> okay. He also says, Jason really knows how to dress. Could you imagine it's like Jason Voorhees? He's talking about, not like you and I, but like a person, like a oh, meat sack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, could you imagine like high fashion Jason the next episode? Well, hey, did you see that tucked like in shirt tail? Yeah. Maybe He's next on time we way. can get uh, one of those sweet male rompers for Jason in the next movie. <laughs> I do that to be the court case. <laughs> yeah, they tried to make male rompers a thing there for a second. I remember they? it. <laughs> you know what? Let's... Let's make a spook house male romper. Can we do that? I'll see what I can do. Let's sell like, we'll sell them at Carolina Fear Fest. Yeah. I'll talk to my guy. So, buy some spook house merch. <laughs> Big cartel. So, there's a burger sale going on. Oh, wait, no. What? Before this happens, yeah. <laughs> Creighton Duke says 500 grand, and then that's what he needs. And then, of course, it cuts a Robert, what was his name? Robert Campbell. Palmer. Campbell. Campbell, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to offer you $500,000. Four, proof of the existence and the body of Jason Voorhees. He wants all of them in one. He's yes. like, first off, prove he exists, kill him, and I'll give you five hundred grand. Which I was like, well, we know he existed. Like that's never been. Like, was yeah, that ever contested? It was like it's not big Bigfoot. The FBI blew him up. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. All right, so now we got the burger cell. Here we go. They're having Jason burgers, two for one. Is that what you say whenever you cook burgers? You're like, hey, you want some Jason burgers? <laughs> exactly, it is. You should now. Yeah. Well, Creighton Duke is in the restaurant. He's like, I'll have a Voorhees burger and some Jason fingers. It's like, you want a, you want a Myers milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> you want some Freddy fish sticks while you're at it? Can I go to the Chucky e. Cheese across the street? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Duke is talking to Diana. He's like, I know who you really are. How? Because I'm thinking, who is this person? Yeah. Why do I care about her? So, okay. This is Diana. Diana tells... God. It's so confusing. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, Diana... We're skipping ahead a little bit. You find out that Diana is the Mm half-sister or half-niece of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, who was married to the sheriff... Or the dating the sheriff. They're not yeah. married. So the sheriff comes over. Yes. And Duke's like, why don't you blow me, sheriff? <laughs> right after your girlfriend does. She's over there because she hasn't had a taste of the Duke. And I was just thinking, like, escape from New York. You're the Duke. You're <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> well, Duke gets on out of there. He don't want no trouble. Did he get arrested? He just arrested him. Uh, it's, like, it's not illegal to say weird shit to people. Yeah, well, the sheriff tried to hit him, so... I don't know. He must have been a part of the LAPD. Okay. Oh, snap. This was 92. Mm-hmm. What's okay. that? Uh, uh, body All count right, Jason. cop killer. <laughs> cop killer. Cop killer. All right, Jason. Let's not get on that road. So <laughs> Duke leaves, and he tells Di- Wait. God damn it. Diana tells Steven. Steven shows up. Steven is there at the bar. And he's like, he's introduced in the laziest way, like we're supposed to know who this character is already. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, hey, I'm Steven. 
Hey, Diana, who we also just met. <laughs> it's like, what's up? Let me talk to you about some weird shit. So Diana tells Steven to go to her house at 11 tonight. It's not safe to talk at the restaurant. No, and they, and they talk about another character who we have no fucking clue what he is, Jessica. I love this line delivery. She says, she's like, meet me tonight at my house and don't be late. <laughs> There's like a 11 o'clock. How, do you, how are you late if you're a meeting at 11 o'clock? <laughs> hey, don't arrive at 1 a.m. I said 11. 11.30, got to be over by 11.35, Snails on. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast time. Right. Yeah, this was the classic lineup days. It's Farley oh, and Sandler. Oh, jeez, that, that lineup was so great. <laughs> okay. Mike Myers was still on there. All right. Spade, just, okay. Chris Rock. We got it <laughs> from the Book of Saul. So Stephen is on his way over to Diana's, and apparently there's a group of kids at like 10.30 at night, I'm This assuming. is all reshoots, and you can fucking tell. Oh, yeah, this whole scene was added because test audiences said, like, hey, we need more stuff that resembles a Friday the 13th movie. We in need here. naked campers getting killed. Hey, that's and all we want. Literally naked campers getting killed. And you know what? This is one of the better scenes of the movie. It is. Because they were like, oh, yeah, I guess this is a Friday the 13th movie, huh? So who'd have thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> you slap it for it. Yeah. Who, who wants to go camping at like 10 30? And that's just poor planning. Exactly. You ever tried to set up a well, tent in pitch dark? They were celebrating nightmare. the yeah, the old god. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody's got their flashlights out or no, their their cell phones out. Yeah. All right, boomer. So go. <laughs> These kids and their cell phones. Well, they said that they're going to go skinny dipping. Well, no, they said they're going to celebrate the death of Jason Voorhees. Oh yeah. By going to Camp Crystal Lake and doing everything that just makes him so darn mad. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. So he drops him off, and the one girl in the driver's seat, she she's like, come with us. Oh, she, she straight up propositions, Stephen. Oh, yeah. His 21-year-old, possibly 48-year-old ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like, know, he was on the series, Friday the 13th, the series. Yeah. He was one of the main characters on that show. Yeah, that's true. Well, he declines her offer, and he goes to Diana's house. Meanwhile, what's going Meanwhile? on at the campers? Meanwhile... After skinny dipping, they get back to the campsite, and Jason is completely naked still. <clears throat> yeah, Jason kills homegirl with a, a scalpel. A scalpel, yeah. Slices her face. Meanwhile, in the tent, uh, two people, the whoever their names are, whatever uh, their names are. Lucas and Deborah, or Luke and Deborah. Mm-hmm. Luke is just kind of a blue-collar actor. He's in a lot of TV stuff. Deborah, however... Is yes. on not the L word. What was the other? One? The queer folk. That's right. Yeah, and she also has a kid with Brian Singer, who I did not know. I thought he was just gay. I didn't know he was bisexual. So they're having very graphic sex, mm-hmm. and so we've got a new worst line for sex. Are you ready for Tony the Wonder Llama? <laughs> what he said that when they're in the tent about to have sex, he says to her, "Are you ready for Tony the Wonder Llama?" Wonder Llama? Referring to his penis. I've never heard that. So is that yeah. worse than your vagina is so warm? Oh, from Halloween. From Halloween 1. <clears throat> or, 2007, Rob Zombie. Yes. From Halloween. Oh, you're so warm. From Halloween 2. Uh, are you ready for my Jolly Green Giant? Ooh. So of those three, which is the worst? I would say, oh, you're so warm. <laughs> Just because it was said to Danielle Harris. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Who I grew up watching as a child actress, and for some reason that just feels weird to it me. It does feel really weird. And plus, why are you commenting on the temperature of her vagina? That's yes. weird. Yeah. But yes, he says, <laughs> are you ready for Tony the Wonder Llama? 
<laughs> All right. Well, she goes to get a condom and takes the world. scene. <clears throat> yeah, takes the world's, world's quickest piss. Gets back into the tent. And you know what? For all the shit we give this movie, there are some really good kills in it. Oh, yes. This is one of them. It's, it's definitely one of the top three kills in the franchise. Yeah, Jason stabs her through the stomach with a pole. Yes. And rips it up. Yes. And blood sprays all over the face of dipshit. K&B effects did the effects for this movie, and mm-hmm. he shoots kind of flowers out a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty damn brutal. And apparently there was a, a scene that they shot of him crushing Luke's head, but it just never got made. I guess it got completely cut. Oh, yeah. You hear the sound effect, though. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> so, cut to Diana. Is that her name? Is it Diane, or who cares? Diana. Okay. I'm say Diana. So, she goes outside and bumps into Sheriff... Joe, I think. I think Mustache Man. Yeah, Mustache Yoid. Again, he's never like introduced. It's just like, oh, I know you. Yeah. So Josh. His name is Josh. Officer Josh. Really? Yes, I wrote it down. He doesn't look like a Josh. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Okay. (laughs) You don't see Josh with mustaches. (laughs) Yeah. A six-year-old named Josh with a mustache in 1992? What if it was Joshua? Oh, hey, Officer Joshua. (laughs) Joshua and... The lady with the bonnet on, they go get in the car, and Jason slams her in the car door. And next scene, we wake up with Sheriff Mustache Man, Josh, mm-hmm. strapped to the table, naked. Yes. And if you've ever wanted to see Jason Voorhees shave a man, for some reason... Well, apparently when he makes that with you, he doesn't like the, the tickle of the mustache. He shaves his neck. Yeah. Shaves his neck beard. Why? <laughs> this was so freaking weird. Also, the score for this was awful, too. So I I, had, I was thinking about muting, and I was playing Suck My Kiss by Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> but just the thought of... It, that would be like seeing Michael Myers braid somebody's hair. Right. It's just one of those <laughs> things you don't want to see. You don't need to see it. No. It serves no purpose to the plot. It felt like, a, oh, am I watching a, a Hannibal Lecter movie out of nowhere now? Yeah, I don't, I really, don't get it. It didn't... No, none of this part makes sense at all. And he's completely <laughs> naked, too. Well, Adam Marcus said that he was like, you know what? You don't see enough male nudity in movies. It's, <laughs> it's sexist that you don't see more male nudity. As All he right. tried to force Carrie Keegan to have a nude scene when she said she wouldn't do it. That's right. Yeah, that's a whole story there. Something about this Adam Marcus guy. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about you there, guy. I don't know. What's what's your what's your angle there, fella? Yeah. So, so Jason uh, passes on the slug thing to... Officer Josh. Officer Josh. Cool. Great movie. So, Diane calls Jessica. Oh, hey, we're introduced to this new character. <laughs> like 30 minutes into this movie. And she's a main character. Yeah. Like, she's. I guess she's the final girl. I don't know if she really is. I guess but I so. guess she's kind of the final girl. Well, the well, Jason comes inside, attacks Diana. That's what she said. What? <laughs> what? Comes inside. Hey! <laughs> all right. Gross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Diane pulls out a gun. You missed it. Okay. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Hey, am I right? <laughs> all right. Jokes from 2007. <laughs> <laughs> well, she shoots him in the head, and he grabs her leg, because that doesn't kill him. No. And he tries to... <laughs> Reverse shit into her mouth. <laughs> I don't know what. It's like a slug. I just kept saying a slug mouth. You remember I don't know that what South this... Park episode? 
Oh, we're yeah, like, they're eating up their butt and shooting out their mouth. Yeah, right. And he's like, Bleh. it was always because they were talking about like, oh, we because everybody went atheist, they would say something really pompous and start shooting out their mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it looks like here. <laughs> so before he can shit in her mouth, Stephen comes in. Oh, meanwhile, Jessica called the police because Jason hung up on her mid phone call. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then yes, yeah, Stephen comes in and tackles Jason. They have a little. Tango. A little tussle. A little tussle. But not before Jason can kill Diana. With a knife sharpener? Yeah. That's right. He throws it into her back. Steven comforts Diana like we give a shit about this character. And she dies. Yeah. You died how you live, serving up Jason burgers. <laughs> hey, Jason served her up a burger. <laughs> well, the other cop comes in. Oh, well, we missed a couple of things. Oh, because yeah. Because... Uh, as he's consoling Diana, mm-hmm. Jason looks at himself in the mirror. Gets confused for a second. Because he sees himself. He's like, God, I'm handsome. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But he's like, I didn't think this guy looks like me. Let me tuck my shirt in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pop my collar. And then Steven grabs a fire poker and mm-hmm. he stabs him and he throws him out the window. Awful score and all. Uh-huh. Again, I started playing Come To My Window by Melissa <laughs> Etheridge at this point. Because again, as bad as I don't like that song, it was better than this awful score. Yeah, I'd rather listen to that song on repeat than to watch this movie. And he falls down much like Michael Myers in Halloween 1. That's true. You see the body outline and everything. Exactly. And then he's consoling dead Diana. That's right. And of course... The other cop comes in. Yes. Or catches him literally red-handed. Yes. Surprised he didn't say, I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. Yeah, and I can't believe when he looked outside, he was like, no, there's a guy here. I I poked him six times. (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) So, of course, it looks bad for Steve and he gets arrested. That's right. Cut to Jessica, our lead actress, comes into the house and she sees the crime scene and other girl is cleaning up the blood. I don't know who this person is. So That's Vicky. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's in the movie. She's the one that gets the, the shotgun blast later at the diner scene. That's right. Yeah. So, Steven is put in a cell. Meanwhile, Jessica and the anchorman guy, Robert Campbell. Yeah. They leave the baby with the babysitter lady at the police station. Yeah, I've got no clue. They, again, there's too many goddamn characters. I'm God. like, who are you? What? Why is this person doing this? Who's that? How do you serve the plot, please? <laughs> you know what, Jason? Like, Friday 13th, they're simple movies. Exceedingly so, yes. Yeah, and that's what's great about them. Do you ever like look up a recipe online? Uh huh. And it's like, you know, when I was just a little girl, we used to, summers in Georgia, we'd play in the backyard until my grandmother would ring the dinner bell. Anytime I think of blueberry cobbler, I think of my grandma's house. It's like, we shut the fuck up and I give me the recipe. I don't need your fucking novel. Just say two cups of flour, four eggs, <laughs> dash of cinnamon, go fuck yourself. Just blueberries give me the goddamn if you feel recipe. like being fancy. Quarter blueberries. Exactly. Teens out of summer camp, getting killed, you know. That's all you really need. Exactly. I get it. You want to do something different. This was not the way to go. At least put Jason in the fucking movie. Right. At least put the mask on him. Yeah. By the way, that wasn't a recipe for blueberry cobbler. I just I was making up stuff. You don't want to put two cups of flour. Let's start it. doing that like halfway through a little podcast. We'll be like, oh, Bill's uh, vegetarian recipe corner. <laughs> hey, all right. I can get down with that. So, Stephen and Creighton Duke are next to each other in the holding cells. Yes, they are. Duke says, 
accused of the murder of the mother of the girl you love. Like that essentially sums up the <laughs> plot of this movie. It's like, oh, where were you at thirty minutes ago? So Stephen, so Stephen and Jessica had a baby. Yes, As it was. It was alluded to on the phone call that the baby that she had was Stevens and not her boyfriend, who is this Robert fellow. Uh-huh. But they never mentioned, like, oh, what happened to the relationship or what? I guess it went sour, as all yeah. teen pregnancies do for the most part. I don't know. This, for, there's nothing's fleshed out here. Not at well, all. Well, Duke's like, it was Jason that killed Diana. He's like, well, tell me. So he... He's like, you know, that's valuable information. Let me break your finger. I, uh, Nothing about this bot of sort of payment. Why do you have to break a finger to be like, oh, so she's a Voorhees. Oh, yeah. through a Voorhees, you was bored. <laughs> with Voorhees, you will be reborn. That's right. The only way to kill Voorhees is to destroy his heart. <laughs> they did that. Snaps his finger. Jason needs to be reborn and he needs Jessica. Snap. <laughs> Tell me more. This scene is dumb. <laughs> oh, God, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's even more funny because he wrote Major Pain, and this happens. It's like the exact same scene happens. Jason had a sister. Your girlfriend's mother, Diana. <laughs> like he's doing a Mr. T impression. <laughs> yeah. So Jessica and her baby are the only ones that can kill Jason, and I'm assuming the baby can't kill him. Gosh, I'd be so happy if this movie was like, you know what, fuck it. This little toddler's just like Maggie from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Steven, he uh, pulls the sneaky. Oh, yeah. yeah, I said it. Oh, hey. you're stealing it from me. You pulled the sneaky on me? <laughs> he pulls the sneaky on the cop. He's like, son of a bitch, broke my hand. Which is true. Yeah, and Steven gets the cop's gun somehow and makes him open the cell. Back at the burger hole, the, I don't, what's that lady's name? The loudmouth lady? Joey B. Yeah, Joey B. Joey Buttafuoco. And her husband, Leslie. <clears throat> yeah, her husband, Leslie. She's like, go to the storage room, make a crib out of a box or something. I don't want that fucking thing in here, motherfucker. <laughs> She's annoying as hell. Quick question. Oscar from Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Versus Baby Steven in Halloween 6. Oh. Versus this baby. Who wins? Hmm. <laughs> in a fight to the death. Well, apparently Voorheeses are all supernatural. Yeah. Uh, Steven's just a baby. Really nothing special about Baby Steven that I remember, right? <laughs> yeah, not really. And then, But then Halloween 6, what are, are they trying to eat? I still don't know what they're doing with that baby. They're trying to make him the new Michael Myers? I don't know. Then you got Oscar. And then you've got Oscar. The dark horse of the category. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We'll give it to Oscar. All right, yeah, Oscar takes it. So, I wonder what the baby in this movie thinks about this movie. She talks about it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was on, did you watch Campbell Crystal, Crank Crystal Lake? No. I watched that. Okay, so I watched that in preparation <clears throat> for this podcast. And she was like, her parents like revealed to her later in life, because obviously she, she doesn't know anything. She's like six months when she was filming this. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you were in a horror movie. <laughs> and and then they showed awesome. her. Yeah, they showed her uh, parts of the movie that she was in. What does she think about it? She's like, she says it's kind of a cool experience, or kind of a cool thing to have. She doesn't remember it, but she says it's kind of cool. What if she was like, yeah, everybody was really cool on set. I had a blast. I had a Marcus try to get me all crazy and put gore on me. I don't know. <laughs> so Steven is hiding in the back, and he meets his son, 
for the first time, I think. It's kind of played like Steven is now meeting his oh, yeah. baby for the first so time. So he's never seen this child, apparently. For what reason, we don't know, because it doesn't fucking tell us. I, you know, there's one thing, there's like artists kind of thing, like, you know, in Pulp Fiction, you never really find out what's in the suitcase. Or, sure. You know, and that's done well. Uh-huh. Where this is like, you never find out what happens with them, and it's like, hey, go fuck yourself, movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the young guy that works at the burger hole goes to the back and throws Steven his keys. He's like, get on out of here. And Adam Marcus said that's his favorite scene of the movie. Yeah, and apparently that was his like one of his closest buddies in, like growing up, the guy with the ponytail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Steven arrives at the Voorhees house, because that's a thing. What does Steven find at the Voorhees house, Jason? Uh, the fucking Necronomicon. Now, I didn't have the patience to dive into why all this Evil Dead stuff is in this movie. I'm hoping you can enlighten us. So essentially, the idea for this entire thing was that they were going to make Jason an unofficial Deadite. Uh-huh. And so he actually pitched this to Sam Raimi while he was on the set of uh, Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness. And Sam Raimi was like, cool. And so he just handed him the Necronomicon in a Ziploc bag and said, take it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So that's a, that's like an actual, apparently, uh, who was it? The guy, what's his name? Smith, Tom Tom Smith, Tom Miller, the guy who created the book, mm-hmm. was very pissed about that because he did not give his permission for that thing to be in the movie. Or was he paid for it? Oh, wow. And apparently Sam Raimi actually wrote him a letter. He was like, hey, I did this. Sorry if you see it. I just thought it was kind of a cool thing. I hope Raimi got the book back. Oh, yeah, he got the book back, but he just handed it to a Ziploc bag, and here you go. He said it was mm. funny because, obviously, New Line Cinema had the rights to Freddy, so they had the glove. Yeah. Where Sam Raimi just gave him a Ziploc bag. They had a security guard in a box with the glove the entire time it was on set. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Well, Jason's wh- a deadite. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, while Steven is in the house, he hears somebody coming, so he hides in the closet. And it's Robert Campbell, the news story guy that's dating Jessica. Yeah. So, he says he wants to do a story on the Voorhees house. He says, I stole Diana's body, and I hid her here in the closet. So, apparently, everybody knows really? they're Voorheeses except for Steven, or... I don't even think she knows she's a Voorhees, right? Jessica? Oh, I don't know. How does he know? So, for the, sake of, for the sake of powering through this, let's try not to get too lost in the plot of this movie i know it's difficult yeah so that drove me insane though i was like yeah yeah so the newscaster guy he's like i hid her body in the closet like really dude that's some morbid shit then he's like and then i went home and fucked her daughter it's like whoa let's really drive home him and barry him and barry sim should team up (laughs) you know (laughs) who's the worst shock jock out there yeah Five minutes in that house, and I'll have every fruitcake medium in the country trying to call in and channel the spirit of that pussy Michael Myers. <laughs> sure, we can do another show on him. Okay, Jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to get it in. So, Jason arrives and reverse shits in his mouth. Yes. Now, the cop melts. And Which I gotta say, it's cool. pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, like this is a cool part of the movie where you see his body melt and his jaws on the floor. Yeah. I was like, all right, K&B, you did a good job here. Yeah, You're, this you're some, trying your hardest to save this movie. Yeah, there's some good body horror there. Yes. So now the news guy is Jason. Cool. Yeah. All right. Got so it. meanwhile, Jessica is having a good shower cry, and the lights go out. So apparently when they filmed this, was this a scene where... So this lead actress and Adam Marcus did not get along at all. No. And apparently she had a no nudity clause in her contract. Yes. 
and she didn't want to do this scene. And her agent was like super pissed about it and got into it with Adam Marcus. And by the end of the movie, she walked off the set. Yeah. And Sean Cunningham had to come in and film the final scenes that involved her because she didn't want to work with Adam Marcus anymore. Yeah. And apparently the water in this scene was like boiling hot or something. Yeah. Or is, yeah. I don't know. like a flesh suit with like Dixie cups over her boobs. Yeah. I was like, this, this is, yeah. for a scene that takes, that was like literally two seconds. Well, let's go a step further, Jason. For a scene that's not even needed. No. Not it's at all. Like, there was no need for her to be in the shower. She could have just been reading a book and started crying. Boom. Okay. Well, no, have you ever had a good shower cry, though? God. Not in a while. <laughs> I've won some epic shower fights in my head, though. Every day. <laughs> like, next time I see Jason, I'm going to tell that motherfucker. That's what I do before I get ready for every podcast. <laughs> I'm going like, to get all my arguments out with you. <laughs> and then I got a clear head and I'm ready to come in. <laughs> That's right. Well, the lights go out. Robert shows up, attacks Jessica. Yes. Steven punches him, and the crowd goes mild. <laughs> he takes Jessica out to the car. Oh, you see her butt. Really? Yeah, she put, when he puts her in the car, because she's wearing that one, the, you know, the big sleep shirt, they call him. Uh-huh. And he, when he puts her in the car, you see her butt. And I was like, well, okay. that probably pissed her off, too. Totally necessary. Yeah. So Steven runs Jason over, well, the newscaster guy, and... Steven pulls the car over, tries to explain the shitty movie to Jessica. <laughs> she punches him in the balls and steals the car. Jessica runs into the police station. She says, Steven killed Robert. Did you catch this? The cop said, where? She says, out past the Myers place. I did. I wrote oh, that down. Oh, no, you did. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. The gloves are coming off now, aren't they? <laughs> oh, you can talk about Evil Dead. You can talk <laughs> about the birds. But if you bring in that pussy Michael Myers... <laughs> So the other cop drives out to where Steven is. Steven's laying on the ground for some reason as the cop's pulling up. His pride's been hurt. I guess. So the cop punches Steven, and they wrestle around a bit. Little tussle? Yeah, a little tussle. Then there's that weird scene where cop's like, I got a gun. Fuck that. I got a gun. So you get the feeling that these two know each other kind of well. Again, never established. Never really established. Other than that, the sale, he's like, I got you, man. I know you didn't do this. Uh -huh. But it's not like you nearly know. Other than that, I guess there's some sort of camaraderie there, but you don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, so Jason arrives at the police station. He's ready to kick some fucking ass. Oh, yeah. Shitty score and all. I changed it to fuck the police by NWO in my head. <laughs> There's about to be a new police station massacre. Oh, yeah. Get out of the way, Halloween 4. Or Terminator and, 1. And 5. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was when they first sat down the, the sale next to Crate, and I just imagined Michael Myers and the other one just playing with his chains. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll be locked up for the rest of his life until Crate and Duke shows up and breaks him out. Or breaks her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> he snaps Michael Myers' fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so... He tries to shit in Jessica's mouth, but yes. she gets away. <laughs> I'm glad you said, I was just calling it slugging. You're just like they're slugging puck. Like, <laughs> throw a little salt on well, them, go away. Steven shoots Jason in the hallway, T2 style. Right in the head. So, yeah, one in the head. And Duke, one punch KOs a cop that runs by. With his arm. He just throws his arm out there. Yeah. So, Jessica and Steven, they run into the burger hole. They're at Joey B's. 
the lady pulls a gun on Steven. She's like, go over to the police station. And this is a weird part. You probably don't remember this. But Steven says, don't go over there. You're going to get yourself killed. The way he said that reminded me of that kid in Freddy vs. Jason. He's like, my best friend was just killed, Dad. So how about give me some fucking space? <laughs> you know when he's talking to his dad? That yeah, after the, the Looks the like Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Gosh. Hey, announcement. We're going to cover Freddy vs. Jason at the end of the month. Yes. Next week, we're doing Freddy's Dead, the final Friday. What is that movie called? The f- final Friday. Wait, no. No. Wait. The Freddy's Dead, Freddy's the final dead, nightmare. The final night- is that what it's called? Yeah. Or is it just Freddy's Dead? Final Nightmare. Oh, nice. So, Jason shows up, and he breaks that guy's arm, and he busts into the restaurant. Everything's in slow motion. For some, some reason, I started... Th- yeah. yeah. This is like 10 minutes of slow motion. Uh-huh. I keep thinking of Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. <laughs> and the man in the back said, Hey, bro, what attack? And I started doing Ballroom Blitz. Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> it's a great song. All right. This is how I improve movies, okay? Because <laughs> this one needed it. Well, Jason is at the restaurant. He's about to order a Grand Slam breakfast <laughs> with a side of ass whooping. A Kevin Bacon. With cheese. <laughs> so people start shooting Jason. And soy milk. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to soy milk. More <laughs> of an almond milk kind of guy. Okay. So everything's in slow motion for the longest time. It doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Jason elbows that lady in the mouth, like knocks her chin into her mouth. I used to love that scene. I watched it and I was like, this looks so cartoonish. It looks like a Freddy, yeah. it looks like a Freddy not a dream. Yeah, it kind of does. Well, Vicky. <laughs> she's like mowing down that shotgun and she shoots at one random guy in the back who just happens to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just a random guy. He was one day away from retirement. <laughs> yeah. Well, Vicky stabs Jason with a pole, and did you see the unrated version of this? Yeah, that's what I watched. Bef- so Jason pulls Vicky onto the pole, and he crushes her head, and her head pops like a pimple. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty good death scene. Also, what really killed me though, what ruined that kill for me, is she what? said, "Go to hell." Before that, and I was like, "Oh Duh, yeah, why do people do that in movies?" It's not quite as bad as I'll see you in hell. Oh, as but in it, Halloween sh- Resurrection? Or Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah. it's I hate it when people say that. And this one, just, it's one of my pet peeves because it's so fucking stupid. And it's your last words on earth. Exactly. Why don't you say like, hey, I just took a poop. <laughs> I'll see you in a fictional place. Exactly. <laughs> I'm literally peeing in my pants right now. You should uh, get your feet checked out. So, Jason collapses onto the floor. We know, Jason. We want it to be over, too. Yes. (laughs) Well, Jessica speeds off, leaving Stephen at the restaurant. Stephen goes back inside, finds a note from Duke. I love how they included the voiceover from Duke. Like, the note says, like, I got you, baby. I'm at the Voorhees house. Come here alone. But, okay. (laughs) It's like the voiceover wasn't needed. Neither was that 10-minute (sighs) slow-mo. Yeah. So, Jessica arrives at the Voorhees house, and Creighton Duke is holding the baby, old Darius Rucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, also, the crate apparently is the crate from Creep Show with Fluffy in it. Oh, I was like, what? Well, That's yeah, so well, stupid. Yeah, you don't see it right here. No, you saw it in the, the it's first It's in the basement. Really. Yeah. I was like, uh, fuck this movie. Yeah. So, Duke. Tosses Jessica the dagger, and it lights up like an episode of Power Rangers. Like she has the power. You remember they had the the walking the the White Rangers 
sword would talk to him. Uh huh. That's what it reminded me of. Apparently, this was the most expensive scene to film. I don't know why. CGI was expensive at the time. They had to buy that shitty dagger. Oh, God. And it's the Evil Dead dagger. From the guy that sells ninja stars at the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got this dagger. Check it out. It's the, it's the Evil Dead dagger. There's a dragon on the blade. <laughs> Old school South Park reference. <laughs> okay. At this part in the movie, I'm just... I'm starting to just laugh at how absurd it is. I've got fuck it written like five times in my, <laughs> in my notes. So One of them in all caps. So I was serious. So this is when Duke is talking to Jessica. He's like, he won't stop coming for you, Jessica. He won't stop coming until he's reborn. <laughs> the way he says reborn. So he's like, until he's reborn. <laughs> like he's fucking six. You got to kill Jason before he gets reborn. <laughs> oh, man. Through a Voorhees, he was born. Through a Voorhees, he shall be reborn. <laughs> if you don't kill Jason, he's going to become Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the sheriff arrives. The old sheriff. Duke falls through the floor. Yeah. Duke's like, kill the both of them before he's reborn. <laughs> Jessica stabs the old sheriff guy. Also, they're talking like... Nobody has ever talked while they've been possessed by Jason, but they are very coherent for this entire scene. Yeah. So they broke their own rules. Yeah. Well, this movie's like, fuck the rules. Who cares? Again, that was another part where I said, fuck it. Yeah. But it's the other cop. Wouldn't you know it? It's Yeah, Steven's buddy. The younger yeah, cop. Yeah, Steven's buddy. I'm guessing he has a name. Steven arrives, screaming like Marv from Home Alone, and slices the neck open of the cop guy. Seriously, if you... When you rewatch this movie tomorrow, he sounds just like Marv. He's like, ah! Uh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Well, the demon slug thingy crawls out of the body of the cop. It looks like a bat with a... I guess, J- is that Jason? I'm assuming that's what it is. So Jason was all... He wasn't a mongoloid child. He was a demon slug with wings. He's trying to be reborn. <laughs> So this is the shot of the basement where you see the crate from Creepshow. Oh, yeah, okay. Can you get any more gratuitous? No. Well, Duke crawls up from the basement, and the demon crawls up a dead lady's vagina. She was not cool with the scene, because she didn't know about it. And like, when Oh, she, really? Yeah, when she saw the movie for the first time, like she was very pissed. I don't blame her. No, and she said she's buried hat at the hatchet with stone as Cunningham since, but at the time when she finally saw it, she was like, I would not have signed on for this. I would oh, not wow. have been okay with this. Like I was very upset. I'm guessing everybody in this movie, if they had known it was gonna turn out this way, they'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, you hired a twenty three year old director who's never done anything. You know, maybe we should hire somebody who's got at least two movies under their belt. Yeah. So Steven says, oh my God, that thing's in the basement with Jessica's mother. Duke says, mother of God. Wait, no, Steven's like, that thing about Jason being reborn, does it have to be a living or a, does it have to be a living relative? Duke's like, let me check my handbook. No. (laughs) Where's that Necronomicon at? (laughs) No, that's not required to be reborn. (laughs) So, and hey, Jason is reborn. He jumps through the floors. I would have given this movie a solid 10 if he popped up wearing Diana's outfit. (laughs) (laughs) If he just shows up. Oh, God. Well, Adam Marcus said, okay, this was his theory for the movie. Okay. He said, if you withheld 
Jason throughout the whole movie, you know, the hockey mask and everything, when it came back, the audience would lose their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. Did you lose your mind when Kane popped up out of the floorboards? I didn't say, oh, yeah. I went, thank fucking God. That was my response. Yeah, so Jason pops up. And by God, it's Kane. By God. It's got to be Kane. <laughs> well, say so he's got a, he doesn't have a foreign object. <laughs> he's just going to get in a fist fight. Good God, a shirt's still tucked in. <laughs> Duke's like, get the dagger. And Duke handcuffs himself to Jason. Remember me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Jason's like, like, not really. No. <laughs> Jason shows Duke what a good friend he is and hugs him to death. All. Oh, yeah. I remember you. You bought me that Christmas cupcake. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's a shame they sent Duke out this way. He was like one of the best characters in the movie. He well, gets a bear hug. Well, there was supposed to be a spinoff with Creighton Duke. He was not going to die from this. Oh, okay. So, mm. here's got my fingers crossed for that Creighton Duke. Well, hey, maybe we'll ask him at Carolina Fear Fest because he was just an ounce. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I gotta go talk to him at some point and be Please. like, hey, can you tell me to be reborn? <laughs> <laughs> From a spook house, he was born, and from a spook house, he shall be reborn. <laughs> so, Steven tackles Jason through the window, and in a weak-ass fight ensues. And she's Good trying to Lord. get this dagger that's under a table that's, I don't know, six feet tall? A weak-ass fight ensues. And I mean, this fight, this whole fight scene, the return of Jason, oh my god, everybody's losing their minds. This whole fight sequence sucks ass. Oh yeah, it It's just Jason... Tossing him around. And it's like, a, just kill him. There's a shovel somewhere that he yeah. tries to stab him <laughs> with a little bit. No, Steven picks up the shovel and like whacks him in the face. It's like, ting. Yeah. Whooping. <laughs> it just looks comical. And he's constantly grunting the entire time, too. Yeah. So Jason throws Steven into a jungle gym, which is a bird's, which is the jungle gym from the birds. Yeah. That's totally needed. I mean, hey, they literally threw the kitchen sink at this movie, and it shows. It's bursting at the scenes with references that are not needed. Is Jason going to swing on the monkey bars over to him <laughs> to finish the job? <laughs> so there's an extended version of this scene. Did you happen to watch this? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay, so Steven is inside the jungle gym, and Jason is like trying to reach through the bars like, oh, come here. Jason's like, well, I'll move over here and try to get you. And they play this little cat and mouse game for, no lie, like a solid 20 seconds. It looks fucking ridiculous. And that's when Steven climbs to the top of the jungle gym and Jason turns over the jungle gym. (laughs) Great scene. It's a pink slip match. Yeah. (laughs) So Jason pulls Steven out of the jungle gym. Yet again, he just drags him by the feet across the yard for a little while. But who comes to the rescue? It's Jessica. She's got the dagger. And she stabs Jason in the chest from behind. And then magical stuff happens. Lightning bugs fly out of Jason into the sky. And it starts to thunder. And Steven punches the magic out of Jason. Remember that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's punching his mask and a little light is... (laughs) <laughs> coming out of his it's mask. So, and then, like, the arms come up. Meanwhile, a UFO is over top of Jason. Oh, with yeah. With the light coming a, down. Yeah. I'm like, so what, is he going to heaven or is he going to hell? Are they fighting for him? And Jason's, like, got his hands up in the air, like, what is happening? <laughs> so Jessica gives the dagger a karate kick. 
Oh, yeah. That really does the trick. Hits him with the one, too. That Anderson Silva front kick. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jason gets... But, uh-oh, Steven starts to get kind of pulled down into hell, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he gets away. No, because Jessica pulls him out. Yeah. Jason gets pulled down into hell, and Jessica and Steven make out, because that would totally happen. And they literally walk off into the sunset. Sunrise. Oh, yeah. And... Whose hand pops up, Jason? Chuck E. Cheese. Close. Uh, that would be Kane Hodder doubling as Freddy Krueger. And a Vincent Price laugh plays? Yeah, like from th- from Thriller. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, like... It was certainly not Freddy Krueger laughing at all. You think they couldn't get... With Snoo Line. So they, they own the rights to both of them. I don't know. So why and, not just put a Freddy laugh in there? And you know Freddy... You know Robert England would have been down to do a... Oh, oh you, what's oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just, I really, I just would always like to work with Kane Hodder and Adam Marcus. He's a fine director, <laughs> you know. I've seen I've, his work. I've seen his work. He's really good. I feel like him and Adam Marcus could talk for hours. <laughs> Those two love to talk. So the awful music score is playing. Roll credits on this turd. That is the movie, Jason. What the fuck? What the fuck? What do you give this movie on a 10-point scale, Jason? That would be three hot dogs going through a donut. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Only three? Oh, yeah. Only three. The cool deaths, the okay acting in comparison to the other movies, the cool characters, well, sorry, Creighton Duke. Yeah. Outside of that, like I said, I I know some people like this, Jason. I don't think he's that great, his look. Uh Uh-huh. But outside of that, there's really nothing for me in this movie. Nothing redeemable. Other than those few things. Like, Well, it, what did you give The Next Generation last week? Did you give that like a two? Yeah, I gave it or a one and a half or a two. Is this better than The Next Generation? It is better than The Next Generation. It's definitely an easier watch. Yes. It's not as grating on the nerves. No, because for all of this movie's fault, it's not boring. It just kind of seems like it goes on forever. And it's like, oh, here's a new character. There's a new character. Who are you again? Yeah, it just feels very aimless. But it doesn't feel like a Friday the 13th movie. Which was the in- intent. And they did, you know, it's certainly not a Friday the 13th movie. It was what they set out for. But uh-huh. they gave it this ridiculous mythology. Yeah. It's like they took like, hey, you know what really makes Michael Myers complicated? Let's really double down on that. <laughs> you mean Jason? No, like Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. Because like, you know what kind of makes the thing where he's always got to go after his family? Oh, Let's yeah. Let's double yeah. down on that and make it ridiculous. Yeah, but that's how he's going to be reborn. That's how he's going to be reborn. <laughs> reborn. Dude, no lie, during, I did like a few massages today, and I kept thinking, he's going to be reborn. <laughs> and I had almost, I had to stop myself. I was about to start laughing. <laughs> did you have to excuse yourself to the outsider? No, I just had to be like, all right, Phil, keep it together. <laughs> like, save it for the podcast. Have you ever watched The League? you ever watch that show? It's been a while, yeah. Oh, you remember they kept having like, have to like excuse themselves for Shiva Blasts? No, I, okay. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, so. What do you give it? I'll give it a four. Okay. A four. I don't hate this movie. Guess what? I do. Yeah, I know. You hate this movie more than me. Now, to me, this is the worst movie we've done on the podcast. Like, excluding Troll really? 2, because Troll 2 kind of is yeah, its, its own world. That's yeah. like, calling Troll 2 a bad movie is like saying smoking cigarettes are bad for you. It's like no fucking shit. But you just but, said this is better than Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Oh, uh, I just forget about that movie. 
I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's the worst movie we've done on the podcast. This is the second worst movie we've done on the podcast. Worse okay. than Halloween 5 or Resurrection. Yeah. It's worse than... That's actually probably the only bad movies we've done. Oh, yeah. the Rob, worse than the Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. Yeah. This is up there with Christine for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Jason's like, you motherfucker. You just can't let it go, You can't kid. let it go. You just can't <laughs> let it go. <laughs> About to stab you in the eye with my pen. Maybe you'll be reborn. <laughs> this movie's a shitter. <laughs> So, all right, positives. Okay. Good death scenes. Yeah, really good death scenes. KMB did their work. You can't... Which apparently Greg Nicotero came to Adam Mark and said, I'm out of pocket on this movie now, like during reshoots. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't knock it for that. There's good death scenes. I guess there's not a lot of awful acting. No, there really isn't. It's just a lot of... Too many characters. Yeah, too many characters, too many ingredients, you know? And this was certainly done by... A very green filmmaker. Yeah. Too many slow-mo scenes. I'm like, God, it just, that diner yeah. scene does not quit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I like Creighton Duke, I guess. He's a little cheesy. Yeah. But as far as, like, memorable Friday the 13th characters outside of Tommy. Yeah, if they had taken Creighton Duke and put him in a decent movie, yeah. it would have been pretty good. Exactly. Now, originally, this was supposed to be, like, Steven's character was supposed to be Tommy. Okay. This would have been a much better movie because it wouldn't have been like, who the fuck are you the entire time? It would have been like, okay, we've got Tommy to kind of ground everything. Yeah, they should have just done that. They did not have the rights to Tommy. They only had, literally, they only had the rights to Jason Voorhees. Okay. Yeah. None of the other characters, none of the other, they could maybe mention some things here and there, but they couldn't really bring up anything from the prior eight movies. You know what I just realized? Every scene is basically an interior. There's really not a lot of exterior shots at all. No. There's the, yeah, the camping so, scene, which is a reshoot. Uh-huh. The outside when they blow Jason up. Yeah, so like one of the things about most Friday the 13th movies, there's a it's an outdoorsy kind of movie, you know? Yeah, it's a summer camp movie, you know? Yeah. And this is Nash Bridges <laughs> with Jason, <laughs> you know? This is it looks like an episode of Silk Stockings. Oh, that show. <laughs> In the heat of the night. You remember that one? <laughs> no, I don't. Matt Lock. <laughs> so, yeah, it just doesn't feel like a, a Friday the 13th movie. No. What do you think about Kane Hodder as Jason? For the five seconds he's yeah, in the Yeah, for the four whole minutes. He's, he plays an FBI agent longer than he plays Jason, I feel like. But he was a stunt coordinator in this movie, too. So he was yeah. very hands-on on this. But he's, I mean... King Hodder's fine, you know? Yeah. As far as the Jasons go, I'm, I guess he's the best one. I can't think of any other I'd Jason. say C.J. Graham from Part 6. Yeah, okay, that's, that's a good one, yeah. Part 4 is a good Jason, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's Kane Hodder. He gets a little crazy with the shoulders, for my taste. <laughs> he doesn't quite breathe as hard as, in, as he did in the last one, though. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> puffing on this one. When he looks over that stair, stair railing at yeah. the beginning, he's like... <gasps> <gasps> it's like... Bruh, settle down. You're a whole muscle and no, you know, you do no anaerobic activities, do you? You just <laughs> work on like just body sexy muscles all day. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Okay. How about you? So I earlier today I asked, you know, some of our Instagram followers, hey, if you like this movie, tell me why. Help me understand. So we got a few responses, and I'm gonna read a few. So our boy at the Creepy Crawly Company. Our A1 since day one. Oh, yeah. He chimed in. So, he said, I think the opening is pretty great. 
and I like the tumor head Jason design. But it's a weird attempt to force all of this mythology into the franchise, and it does not work. That's my dog. I agree with all that. Yeah. Well, I don't really care for the Jason tumor stuff. But other than that, yeah, great. I, I like how the mask is infused. I like they did something a little different. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. I don't like his uh you know, tucked in shirt tail and yeah. that whole get up. Yeah. Just picturing Jason buttoning his buttons and tucking in his fucking pants. I got a nice day at the office, honey. Yeah. He also goes on and says, It must have been the trend at the time to do weird creature features. That's the only thing I can figure. I don't really remember what the early 90s movie scene was. I know that it was pretty awful, mainstream hit-wise, for the most part, until Scream. True. Yeah, My biggest memory of Jason Goes to Hell is how seriously, desperately, badly I wanted to rent it every time I went to the video store. Because of that (laughs) 3D-embossed chrome cover. True. Does yeah, it looked like something from Killer Instinct. Yeah. It was the coolest, most eye-catching VHS cover. And the title was great, but it was somehow more misleading than Jason Takes Manhattan. All good points. Yeah. I agree with all that. Yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan, way better than this. Jason paddles to Vancouver. You know what? I don't think it's that bad. I've said it before. It's dumb. Oh, it's, it's really dumb. But yeah. it's not, I mean, as it's far Jason as Jason killing people. Yeah. There it is. Nice and simple. Which is, yeah, that's why all these movies are. Yeah. All right. So, our friend Casey North wrote in. Thank you for purchasing one of those sweet Spook House shirts, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I asked, you know, does anybody want to defend this movie? She said, I will. So, yes, this movie was not the best for very obvious reasons, but all of the movies play a great part. This one, for example, the ending with Freddy is everything. Of course, the kills and gore are always fun and worth the watch, but him going to hell and Freddy's glove coming up to take the mask, it sets the story for how Jason can come back, for how Freddy can come back, and also starts the Freddy vs. Jason, which was so epic within itself. I stand by this movie, not the best Jason, but ends on a pretty epic note in the beginning of something so horrifically beautiful. So she's saying that she appreciates it because it sets up the Freddy vs. Jason stuff. Yeah. But didn't they start kicking around that idea around like 87? I know. That's what I read. Well, I know a new blood, not the new blood. Yeah, the new blood. Part seven was originally going to be a Freddy versus Jason movie. Mm hmm. So they've been, yeah, they've been kicking around that idea for a long, long time. And apparently the very end, which was Adam Marcus's idea, which, real quick, what do you think of the Freddy glove? It's cool. I mean, now it doesn't like do it. it doesn't move anything for me. But at the time, I would have been like, "Holy shit, that's crazy!" Oh, dude, when I saw that when I was like ten, yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and could you imagine like being in theaters and seeing that? Because yeah. that's not gonna be ruined for you like it would now, like on Reddit. That would be like exactly. out there in two seconds. But like now, you don't know. Yeah, that would have been like that. Definitely would have kicked this movie up a notch. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really. I cool do like the ending. Good point. But, Except for the fight, but the the very very ending. Yeah. Oh yeah, that whole. <laughs> fight on the playground that shit was weak dude (laughs) and yeah i think according to adam marcus that was his him commenting on the them trying to get the rights that was his kind of nod to that yeah so it's a good ending and let's see last one so our friend emily ham from durham oh yeah she said absolutely not it's a dumpster fire However, a fun fact I have is that, I think we talked about this a little bit. However, a fun fact I have is that two actors went on from these roles onto 
LGBTQ plus shows. Michelle Clooney, I think, the girl killed in, in the, the camp, yeah, who has the sick ass death in the tent, being hacked in front, hacked in half on top of her boyfriend, ex boyfriend at the time of shooting. True. Yes. She went on to play a lesbian lawyer named Melanie on Showtime's Queer as Folk. Yep. Actor Leslie Jordan, who I met in person back in 2009 at a drag bingo event, <laughs> went from Shelby in part nine to play Beverly Leslie on Will and Grace. <clears throat> you know who she's talking about? Yeah. Uh, the short Leslie, guy. The short, he's four foot 11. Yeah. He's in American Horror Stories, several seasons of that. He's a, okay. yeah, a good character, character actor. He pops up in a lot of stuff you see him. Yeah, he seems like an interesting guy. I read his Wikipedia page. I wish I'd done more research on him, but yeah, she's right. Fun facts. Thank you. Fun facts. Thank you, Emily. And she also said, for me, including the Necronomicon was unforgivable. Can't argue with that. Here, here, Emily. (laughs) I'm giving you a high five through pod, whatever you're listening to right now. You're driving or at work. I don't know. So yeah, thanks for everybody that wrote in. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Jason? I think I'm good. That's been enough of me talking about Jason goes to hell for a little while. Yeah, you about ready to be reborn? I'm about to ready to be reborn. All right. Well, what are we doing next week? We're doing Freddy's Dead, <sighs> the final nightmare. The final nightmare. Is that right? I think it is. We're just gonna say it is. We're gonna wing it. I can Google it, but I think it's. Well, this one was Final Friday. Yeah. No, it's definitely Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. It's got to be, right? So, not a lot of originality, but, you know, I'm I'm really not looking forward to that one a whole lot. It's not a good movie. Yeah, it's Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's kind of weird that we chose to cover both of these series, started off with the, quote, final <laughs> entry of the series. Hey, just like New Line did with Jason Goes to Hell. That's right. Hey, not wrong. Yeah, trendsetters. All right, Jason. Well, ready to wrap it on up? Yeah, ready to get on out. Yep. Let's uh, leave Crystal Lake. And but... go to Springwood, Ohio. Is it Illinois? Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, Springwood, Ohio. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks when we cover Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, we will. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Me too. All right. Well, until then, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House Podcast.